0: Oh my god! I didn't even tell you this. We are to be at one year, and she was sitting next to me. I had my like my arm around her whether she was sitting in her chair where she was sitting, whatever we were talking, and then um, this man comes up t- to her in her face, and he's like, "Oh, like um, let me chat to you," and she's like, she was so confused because like I don't think she's she does ha- she hasn't dated women for that long, and she has dated women before. People think I'm going for straight women she has dated women and she is bisexual um but she hasn't like i don't think she's had anyone taking her on dates like Mm. that before so she she was kind of confused she kind of like was like um what did you say and then he was like i'm trying to chat to you i think you're beautiful i said what this is what you're talking about bro (laughs) and then he was like he was like i'm trying to chat to her this is are you dumb fuck off and then she looks at me like (laughs) she <laughs> didn't expect it yeah. And he was like, what? I said, fuck off. Are you stupid? He's like, right, calm down, calm down. This me talk one more time. I will slap you. And he just walked away. Calm down. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. So you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 122 of the TT's podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. Ah and together we are two twos i can't even i feel like i can't see you because of this these things here and yeah and it's it's throwing me off connect yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's throwing me off just a little bit um but yeah how are you i have been babysitting for the whole week (laughs) i've had three children for the whole week And, you know, just maybe realize a few things about my life expectations and children. I'm good with one. So we've come to that. Is that a firm decision? No, because like whoever I end up being with, like what if they want to experience birthing or what if they have a child? I know I said before, I don't want anyone who's got kids, but it's really dependent on if your baby mother or baby father or baby person (laughs) is dramatic. Or is, yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's just messy. If you're in a messy situation, I don't want it. But if somebody has, I'm willing to be with someone who has one child maximum. Right. Like, so I'm open to another child. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. however that wherever that come however that comes along but the child needs to be good vibes the child needs to be good vibes like yeah i'll have the three kids this week my pockets are finished thank god i had an invoice paid this morning because my, po- my pockets were definitely finished Hallelujah. um they they were lovely they live in germany actually so they've gone back to germany now but yeah and they're boys i'm used to having a girl all the time um i know that gender roles and you know but little boys little girls are actually different they no, are different no offense are. no offense yeah i a little girl <laughs> i can't do it i don't have the energy listen yeah. i mean my sensitive cancer babe like you know i love her and her calmness these two boisterous beings that have stunk out my room for the week lord god but yeah i love them i love them shout out to them but yeah i've been doing that all week mm-hmm. and i was been sleeping all day today we're actually recording it in the middle of the night right now, it's almost eleven o'clock. Yeah, um, but I've been sleeping the whole day. Right, much needed rest. I went mm-hmm. to Pussy Palace last night as well. Mm, how was that? Um, Pussy Palace was really good. I really like this is one of my favorite DJ lineups at Pussy oh, Palace. To be honest, that's good. Yeah. Um, however. I love the queer people on the bar. I didn't know that they um, only have queer people on the... They've they've done it so that I think in the main bar, you're only allowed to have queer people in there. Queer people on the bar. Oh, uh, on, the, on bar. the bar. Yeah, at Pussy Palace. So the, when the bartenders was telling me. Yeah. Shout out to the bartender, the tall one. I forgot your name. Sorry, the one that studies black studies. If you're meant to hit me up. Hit me up. Um, um, very sexually masculine presenting. and <laughs> But everybody was a baby in there. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, I feel like my time in queer... Spaces is done, isn't it? It's done. Except for our own. Because we'll be ours. there. Yeah, because we actually we have to be there, but also people of age. Yeah. You, uh, our um, friends come and Yeah. yeah. And somebody actually, actually Pussy Palace actually said to me, like, you know what? I appreciate events because everybody is like over twenty-five. Yeah. Well, most people are over twenty-five. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like, I really did enjoy myself, but it's just everybody was like some girl was chatting to me and say she's gonna tongue me down, and she's 19. That's disgusting. Do you know what I mean? And it's just this that's is closer ner- s- age s- to my eleven year old ner- daughter. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about queer spaces. But then again, as years go, we're getting, we're just getting older. So yeah. every, every year there's going to be a new. There's going to be exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, and I think the way it is now, because we had lockdown, you know, for like a year, they're really out here. They're mm. really like, yeah, I need to be outside. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think it's a bit mad. Um, I stayed at home last night i had an f- extremely busy <laughs> week last week the whole week because mm-hmm. we had a amazon talk oh um, yeah shout out to, Nat. Sh- shout out to sh- that yeah. yeah we had a talk at amazon that was really good That was with so jason mm-hmm. um and that was really really good and then you know i had work and then i had to go to edinburgh for edinburgh international film festival and then i had to come back on sunday for uk black pride to host <laughs> Um, so it was a mad, mad time. Yeah, I, thought, I thought about that. I had. Oh, we didn't have an episode last week, so we didn't we even did tell it them exactly, about these exactly. And yeah. I feel like I'm trying to. I, I don't. I haven't caught up on sleep because today I decided to cook. I don't know why I did that. I feel like a slave. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> um, not feeding yourself in life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't like it. I don't. Actually, yeah. So I have. I'm trying to. I'm gonna catch up on sleep like tonight, tomorrow, and we're out again. <laughs> yeah are outside tomorrow um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah youtube yeah I did YouTube, uh, youtube i did a, i posted the youtube panel i was actually do that with nana but nana was away for work so i ended up doing yeah. it by myself and i don't know how that would have worked with two of us hosting the panel two is it better episodes. with one person yeah it just because i wasn't really part of the discussion i was just moderating right. the panel yeah and obviously i gave my opinions here and there and in the q a i guess I'm also a content creator too. So people also ask me questions in the Mm -hmm. Q&A. But it was was really good. I just feel like it was a full circle moment. We went to the first YouTube Black in 2018. I remember that. Well, our first one. We went there in 2018. And we we met with Abby there. We met her the first time. Ghanaian lady, shout out to her. And she just remembered, remembered us since. but we just started YouTube then so we didn't have enough subscribers even now we actually do you know this event we don't actually have enough subscribers to even be invited to this event so that talk. That I did. how many yeah. subscribers do you we have need you have to have like a minimum of 5k I think Oh. I think it's usually 10k for um normal YouTube like, yeah. because there's YouTube like Pride obviously it's a smaller, smaller. community yeah. so I think they made it 5k subscribers I'm not gonna lie I don't know how many subscribers we have we've got just over 2k oh yeah, yeah we've just got over 2k yeah. guys make sure you like comment and subscribe so, like, just, oh. yeah subscribe and um yeah but it was really good like i did it with some, someone called joe rochester he's got fictional fates youtube channel and he's a queer man he's bisexual mm-hmm. he they pronouns and he he literally reads books on his youtube channel oh really yeah he reads books and like he vlogs at like different towns of the like the books he's read and goes to significant places mm-hmm. um and actually he's i thought that reading to YouTube but actually I watched I had to watch his videos so I knew what I was doing on the panel right. and he's actually very interesting okay I was actually like, Do you like that? he doesn't read the whole book he yeah reads, like sections and he's really animated right. and he's, he was so lovely Ben Hunt as well um mm-hmm. vice correspondent for um vice mm-hmm. worldwide and he used to be um he was the first LGBT correspondent at BBC yeah he was cool um he was actually at Edinburgh the same time as you so I told him to look out see you. him. Yeah, because I think his boyfriend's got like a short film or something mm. like that. And then also, we had Dry Babe, um, Chloe. Chloe, who I think Chloe just goes by K now, actually. Oh, K Bailey, because there was K Bailey on the thing. Oh, okay. So, so we kept Chloe. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> yeah, like she was talking about her platform, Prim Black, which is a black queer reading club, mm. essentially. And yeah, we just spoke about literature. We spoke about um st- it was about storytelling, basically. And we spoke about storytelling, and they had their own different. Um, things to say about that and even me like obviously podcasting we tell stories in different ways so there was also something to add there um but yeah it was fun the audience was like really giving the q a was really giving boy like the best really q a that you've had because you know sometimes people be shy no they were ready to give questions okay. this q a and then we also had people watching on live stream so we also had pictures um we also had uh, questions coming through from the live stream mm-hmm. and then obviously free drink and food i love you that know. we all got goodie bags mm-hmm. and what was the goodie Levi's bags? t-shirt sorry i burped levi's t-shirt really babe. and this like really snazzy um tripod like that, I haven't googled how much it costs, but so that must be, be like 150 pounds, 200 pounds. You're going to be vlogging more than I mean, I was meant to do that black and so I'm going to try to But it's really, really good tripod, boxes in there, a diary, a pen. That's nice. I it was actually a good know bag. I don't why you didn't get one for me. Do you know what? Everyone has been saying that. Why didn't I get one? Do you know, I just, it just didn't, it just, did it it just wasn't crossed my mind to get one. The celebrity treatment, Addison Lee there, Addison Lee here back home. I loved it. I loved it. But I'm going to email them if they haven't looked at me back. Because I, mean. I was in spirit you know, I really wish yeah, I was yeah, there too. If yeah. I was like lo- in London, I would have um, come after to support you, but I wasn't in London. But it looked amazing. It looks really yeah. good. You looked great. Do you know what it I mean? Very professional. I liked the colour palette of everything going on there. Yeah, um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. you produ- had the producer in my ears. I had the earpiece. Yeah. That's the first time I've had that before. And that was, it was good. I felt really, felt, I had my cue cards. I was like, yeah. this very like real and professional. Yeah. And, and every minute I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this coming in <laughs> but yeah it was good I think I would like to do more stuff like that it was it was fun it was mm. fun and then obviously we had Black Pride as well <laughs> yes we did have Black Pride Black Pride was really really good you know um, I just didn't know <laughs> that we was gonna do you know what yeah I've been all over the place okay I didn't know that it was gonna be like the main main stage like I and... didn't know it was gonna be the main stage no I thought it was gonna be different like <laughs> really you <laughs> know it was be the main stage what did you think it was gonna be <laughs> It's been so obvious is, yeah. Ruby was taking it around the back. I was like, "Oh, okay." No, this is the first time there's been more than one stage. You right? Yeah, this this is the first time. But even the little DJ, it was I'm not yeah. Like, it, it was a tent. It was a tent. Yeah, it wasn't a, was it was in a, a stage. stage. It was, it was a, tent. a tent. Yeah, tent. Let's just call it what it was. Yeah, and it was fun though. I enjoyed the DJ tent section. It was like a little vibe, mm. and then it was nice to be able to bring that vibe on the bigger stage. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. oh we were when I say we were winging that, that whole. Stage. We winged the whole. F- <laughs> <You feel kind laughs> How to, you think I know how to hold host a stage? That was the first time we've done you think that. I, I me, mean, I know how to host a check. It was just vibes. It was just literally. <laughs> I Even just, when I was on the mic. I didn't know what I was saying. I was talking to tell my mom today. My mom was like, why are you people shouting? <laughs> I didn't know what on the stage. I didn't know know what I was doing. It was trying to hype the people. They people were hyped though. They were hyped. You know what? I was surprised. I haven't even said this to you. I was surprised about. We said, you know, two twos. People cheered. (laughs) And it was a loud enough cheer. (laughs) Yeah. Like people. Yeah. Because obviously when you have people come up to you, they come up to you as individuals. Yeah. But when a crowd like, shouts at your your acknowledgement that you're on the stage, at who you are and stuff like that. Yeah. That is different to loads of people coming up to you as individuals. True, true. Because you can hear, like, an eruption of noise for yourself. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. There was a lot of, like, interaction with the crowd and us, Mm. like... It was just amazing. Like if you don't know, it was River, it was, you know, the four of us, um, Remy Bergs, Tayo Iku, Ami and, and Rosie on that stage and we I think we really, really shut it down. Yeah, I think we shut it down. I feel like we really, really brought the energy to do you know what? As a, as as a like one of the, you know, like first um acts on kind of like, you know, yeah. it was still quite early, not everyone was there, people were still rolling in at that time. Like we came we were on we were on about five. We so on it was like a a four. We at, yeah, yeah, it was on like four. But people a lot of people still hadn't like Yeah, we, people we were left, still rolling yeah. in. We left you know at I mean? about seven and people were leaving. Yeah. People were coming while we people were leaving. coming, yeah. Um but yeah, I think it was really good. I feel like um, we definitely bought the Blackity Black. Oh, absolutely. Um, we've seen the discourse. We have seen it's the discourse different. online, of course, I think for me, like personally, I don't do discourse on Twitter anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, tweet, I, babe. I, I tweet my 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 shit and my and I go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's but it's about masturbating when she's when she's drunk, and then she goes. Do you know what? Can I just say? That? <laughs> can I just say? <laughs> can I just? Can I just say? Yeah, that. <laughs> listen to me, guys. I know what I'm doing. Okay. When you're really, 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 really drunk as like the the room is spinning and you just can't focus, masturbation helps. I'm not gonna lie, masturbation helps you center yourself. You center yourself and then you're the room How did you even spinning. figure that out? I don't, I don't know. Dying. I just did it I one time. Dying. I don't know. I just it just I one day I was like, oh my god, I'm really drunk, I'm dying. And then I just got my toy and I was like Z-Z-Z-Z. and I felt better do You know what? I love that for you. Mhm. I, I do. Yeah. I do love that for you. It's a bit bizarre. I don't understand all things in life, but um uh, this is a non-judgmental zone. Thank you so much. So I won't be judging you, Thanks. but um I will say that it's bizarre. I think you Maybe should just judging, but I don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you should try it though. Let me know. <laughs> uh, when I'm drunk, I don't think about masturbating. If I'm horny when I'm drunk, then. I'm not, it's not about being horny though. It's just about. I think I get drunk calls when I'm horny instead. It's just about, you know, wanting not, to not be drunk anymore and okay. finding any possible solution. Okay, back to Luck Prize. That's <laughs> um, to Prize in <laughs> <and> the discourse. <laughs> um yeah back to the discourse you know as i said i don't like to all of that stuff online but i think it's worth to talk about because people have really been you know you know going in and they've started a conversation and started the dialogue about uk black pride and its name and you know what we actually see when we go to uk black pride yeah i think that we need to unpack it Mm -hmm. because the unpacking goes from it being at Vauxhall Pleasure Gardens mm-hmm. to now. Obviously, when you when you look at the last Vauxhall Pleasure Gardens, a lot of people say that they preferred it when it was then because it was a bit more community and it was a bit more like... It was like a, a big get-together, basically, and not like how it is a bit more festival-like. Yeah. But let's look at the last one that happened at Vauxhall Pleasure Gardens. Remember how many people were, pa- were passing out? It was packed. It yeah. was busy. Um, a lot of people were passing out. It wasn't as regulated as it is now. So like, I don't think there was security the way it is mm. now. Um, and it was just a small... People outgrow places and Black Pride outgrew that park. Yeah, they were there for a did. long time. The first one, they went to Southend Beach, was it? The first one, the South Yeah, Beach they went to. Yeah. And then they've gone through the different stages. And now this is one of just one of the stages they're going through like because they're expanding. Mm. But the last one was hot. Yeah. It was hot. Mm-hmm. it was dusty and yeah. people were passing out mm. left right and center so i feel like it makes sense that it was then moved to Haggerston the, yeah. the following year it, it just bigger. made sense yeah. it was much bigger space we had our little like ca- a little area that we sat with our, mm. with our friends we didn't really have that at voxel we like yeah. we was some little corner by the tree yeah one time. yeah 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 but um so I think there's that i think there's that progression and obviously it's if it's going to be get bigger so more people can come, That's I think that's a great thing. Um, mm-hmm. But now when we talk about people saying that the community for me has kind of gone missing because it's gone from like a gathering to more mm. like a festival like yeah. situation. I hear that. I hear that too. I hear that. I hear that too, but I think it's, uh, I hear that. And I, I think it's hard to kind of like cater to such a big crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as like i love the community element of uk black pride for me that is what it's about you know to see my tribe and to see my community but like i think it's just harder to cater to that kind of like um sort of provide that kind of like environment when it's when the numbers are so big like i just don't know how how that's that's possible really but i love the community thing so i get it yeah i get it i get it like it doesn't feel like it's but you know what at the same time, I kind of disagree a little bit. Because I get, like, the cues, long cues. Like the for the, uh, the thing where you can't bring drinks in. I get it. Before, you could bring... Everyone used to bring their coolers, yeah. their jalof rice, and da, 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 all this stuff, yeah. So I get, like, when it comes to the vendors part, mm. Mm, I get that part. Like, it, seems, it seems like it's not as... It's not as people share because when you have community mm-hmm. things like, like what how Black Pride was, I think the sharing of drinks, mm-hmm. the sharing of food, the bonding over these things that you've bought from home, yeah, is it It was part of the community feel of Black Pride. Right. So now that you've got these long queues of people buying drinks, buying food, queuing up for the toilet and stuff like that, it does make it feel like a festival and it's like you have less time to sit down and really gather right, up with people. Right. But that aside we're still in a space of lots of black people, black mm-hmm. queer people mm-hmm. and now others as well. And so that, that community feel was still there. Like you mm-hmm. could still, lots of people still came and spoke to us. Yeah. We didn't spend much time queuing up to be honest, yeah. but like, you know, people were still coming and speaking to us. We were still bonding with people. Like it's your choice to do that. Mm. It's actually your choice to mm-hmm. walk we'll around and bond with people. And people were actually doing it. Yeah. So like the, 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 a lot of the discourse was kind of mixed. I feel like mm-hmm. on Instagram, everyone had the time of their lives. Yeah, nobody was saying what people were saying on Twitter. Yeah, and on Twitter's Twitter, people, it. people, it's all yeah. replaced on Twitter. Yeah, like yeah. people were just like, you know, this was like a festival. This mm-hmm. like community. It didn't feel very black. I mean, it was quite black. You should have come on time. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> a very, of black, black thing to yeah. not to come on time. Isn't exactly. It? Yeah, that's like it was off black acts. Like um, we were on there for like an hour. Ravel was we there were on there hour. for an hour, and mm. I think we was. I'm not even gonna like to to beat my own horn, but we were one of the best acts on we, there. Yeah, and we provided. We black, black, black vibes. We provided the the dance hall. We provided the afrobeats. We provided the hip hop. We provided. You know what I mean? So like, you should have been there. Because it was a moment. It was a huge moment. I mean, we were even on two stages, so yeah. you had two chances. Yeah, fair enough. We were on the DJ Ten. We were the second act on DJ Ten, so we mm. were on like what two? Yeah. So it was early, but then we was on the other stage. The f- I think we got on the stage at four. Introduced two acts again. Juicy, um, Juicy Couture, House of Gucci, Juicy Couture mm. were two acts before us, mm-hmm. before Rever. All black, mm-hmm. all black, Vulcan Group. We we're late mm-hmm. and then there was also um what's called peachy i got their names wrong when yeah, I, when yeah, I introduced yeah. them, but peachy oh, i'm so sorry it's a dance troupe as well um they were of peach chutney peach chutney yeah peach yep. chutney they were actually really good of course they weren't black yeah and then it was us we are Rever. we are all black collective and then there's cocoa butter club mm-hmm. which is a black um cabaret group yeah and then it was after them was it Nina Rose after them? I think so, yeah. Nina Rose, all black. I think Emily Sandé. Yeah. Um, Drea Mack. Mm. There were black people there performing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like because there were others on mm-hmm. the stage, Gokwan DJed as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. Gokwan's not black. Dry Babe, mm-hmm. black, black DJ. She's mm-hmm. black. Uh, we had DJ M's. She's black. And I just feel like. Sometimes you're focusing on the wrong thing, babe. But I just, you know what it is? I don't think it's really the acts. I think it's more so like... The crowd. The crowd. Yeah, and, the crowd. You know, who gets to come to UK Black Pride and the Red I et etc. And I just think, guys, like, we've been here for so long. We know what it is. Like, when I saw... Honestly, when I saw the discourse, I was thinking... This has been going on for this. This UK Black Pride has been going on for a while. It's been like this for a while. It's been open to everyone for a while. Mm-hmm. We, there's no changing the name at this point. UK Black Pride is, is a it brand. Is what it is. It's a brand at this yeah. point. Do you know what I mean? Like I I get the sentiment. I get. I get it because like as time has gone off, like sort of like political things have like political lens have changed. Mm-hmm. And I guess back in the day, it was more so like, there was more so like a coalition or a solidarity with like Brown people, like Asian people. Um, and they used to call themselves black in the like nine in the nineties and mm-hmm. everything. So I, and I get that, but I get that time has, has shifted and time has changed. But right now it's just like, you can't is It's a brand now. It's not going <laughs> like, to change. change. They have been telling us it's <laughs> a POC space now. Now. Yeah, I understand. It's called UK Black Pride. I get it. Mm. I I one hundred percent get it. But they have said it's a PLC place, and we have to. If that's what they've decided to, that's what they've decided to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ultimately, I do think that is a place for Black queer people there. first. Yeah. I think it is a place for Black queer people first. I feel like they do try to put more Black queer people at the forefront before everybody else. Yeah, and you see um, that with the acts and you see that with the food. Like yeah, I saw the like food. they were saying the soya and jollof and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, like curry goat and all that stuff. You see in and, and you do see that, do Yeah. you know what I'm saying? its so. It doesn't mean that your concerns are not valid. Mm. They um, absolutely are. And I'm, I'm sure the UK Black Pride team have been looking at everyone's concerns. But at the same time, like, I just feel like, just focus on what is there. Like Cause when you guys were all doing all this discourse, all the love for all the black acts, all the black people that made things happen that they was just lost. Yeah. And it was just kind of, it's just kind of, it defeats what you're even complaining about. Mm. Like, you're just you're focusing on what you doesn't need to be focused on. Yeah. Like, how, why, why, why wasn't there like enough love for all the black acts that Mm -hmm. performed as well. Like there were just more discourse about what wasn't there or Mm -hmm. how it should have been rather than appreciation for the black queer people that had their chance at one time in the year. And I feel like now that black pride is a separate entity to, um, what main main Pride, Pride, yeah, and it's not just as it's not seen as like an afterthought after London Pride. It, it having August, I think, is a lot better because it becomes its own event, and yeah. It's a celebration. yeah. But in doing that as well, I think that it's another thing for people to go to, yeah. Do you know what I mean? People are not, people are not, it's not like at London Pride, everyone oh goes to London Pride, that's one event. Mm-hmm. Black Pride is now a separate event in August, yeah. People are going to want to come and celebrate that, whether they're yeah. black, whether they're white, whether they're Asian, or whatever they are, yeah, they're going to want to come and celebrate that. And I feel like as long as they understand why they're coming to the space mm-hmm. and they understand, they see us as Black queer people, mm-hmm. and they're coming knowing that they're coming to stand in solidarity with us yeah. and as an ally. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a problem for them to be there. No. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel like they're taking up space. I don't feel like any of that. But at the end of the day, yeah. it's a Black celebration first before anything else. Yeah, and I and I get the sentiments behind. You know, like. You know, our experiences are different. Our black experiences are different to brown experiences in this country. I completely understand that. But my thing is just like, it's just a bit too late. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's a bit too late. It's a bit too late. Like, the brand is the brand. It's probably, it's registered. It's a, it's a registered brand <laughs> on company houses. Like, but yeah. you, you know, like, it's just a bit too late. Just go there and enjoy yourself. Go, go and enjoy yourself. You know I mean? And you know what I mean? As long as black people in this process aren't, you know, um, badly taken care of in this process or, you know, other people are taken more care of like before us, as long as that's not happening, I think that things are okay. Go mm. and enjoy yourself. Because at the end of the day, this is kind of the only event that black people have, uh, black queer people have to really like, you know, celebrate each other and all that good stuff. So just like go and enjoy yourself. Like if it's for you, it's for you. And if it's not for you, it's not for everyone. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But that's <laughs> also okay. <laughs> that's thing. Do you know what's funny as well though? That one thing about black people, we can. I don't. I don't blame us for it. We can gatekeep our shit. We can, we can gatekeep our shit, and, and I, understand yeah, I understand why. I understand why. But I'll give you for example, like carnival, for example. Every year there's some discourse the about same old shit. At carnival. Don't call don't it play car- last. Don't call carnival. it carny, and I understand that. Yeah. There's it carny. a lot of like, <laughs> discourse around carnival every single year, yeah. And it almost feels like, should I? Do you even want me to come to carnival? I'm at somebody you know who what? isn't from the Caribbean. Yeah, it's almost like. But do you know what? Yeah. About to come then. What I <laughs> what I found interesting about this carnival discourse is that like people will be saying, "Don't play last, 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 last." But I'll be hearing on to to music there like do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and i'll be there's hearing lots of different not having yeah more, but there's there is always, other genres there's other genres there, yeah but always i've never heard anyone focus say. on afrobeats yes. and i completely agree that it should stick we should stick to soca and yeah. we should stick to dance hall but also don't just come for afrobeats <laughs> yeah. go for house music too this go for I'm all saying. the other genres of music I mean. too. it's like, not really fair is it we're very as black people we're very protective of our cultures mm. and that's why we come across a bit gatekeeperish, and it's kind of like it, people are a bit uh, a bit reluctant to come to spaces because they don't know if they're meant to be there. As much yeah. as they're respectful, I'm respectful of like carnival and its and its roots and everything mm. like that. But then when I hear things like some of the good discourse that goes on, it makes me feel like oh raw like maybe they don't want me in mm. their space. Maybe I just shouldn't go. And and it's not really it's, but, it's kind of similar to black pride but it's not really about keeping people out it's mm-hmm. about people being respectful of the people that it's actually for first and foremost but people, that's, that's what like it people, is like, especially when it comes to black pride I feel like a lot of people just overlook that they just want to be black pride they want it to be it's called just UK, UK black pride you just so they only want to see black people only there. black people there oh my god they only want to see black people there and that is it like if I'm this is not a majority but I'm, I'm, black, I'm a black queer woman let's just say I had a white wife am I supposed to leave the rest of my family at home because they they're not black <laughs> they said leave Karen at home (laughs) leave Karen at home (laughs) guys that's not right I don't (laughs) think that's I honestly don't think that's right if I had a white wife I'm not leaving her at home when I go to UK Black Pride like it's just not happening so what do you like exactly I feel like it's very people that have these sentiments are very pro-black and I understand your sentiments but also like not everybody is like that and we should all have the opportunity to celebrate and uplift Black queer people. This is what I'm saying. Black pride is a day of celebration. Yeah. Like, can we just... Stick to can that? we just celebrate, please? Yeah. Like, I just feel like the... I just feel like the energy was just misplaced. It was so bad. The day afterwards. Yeah. The only... The one thing I would say that I agreed with... Is the after party only did not have any black queer DJs and then somebody pointed it out and then black DJs were included onto the lineup. I mean, I did meet with Black DJs last night and yeah. ask her about it. I was like, is it true? Because I didn't see the lineup, I just saw people tweeting about it. Mm. So if it was true, that, that there can't be people. like if that's an oversight, that been, yeah. If that's that that an oversight, been, yeah. that's that, that, oversight that is egregious. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna put it out there. Like, if that is an oversight, that's egregious. Like I think that is just like kind of ridiculous Mm -hmm. that there are there were no initially if this is true that there were no black um djs on that lineup for a uk uk black after party doesn't make any sense um um yeah it doesn't it shouldn't have to be like people shouldn't have to call it out before you know that 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 is rectified i think Mm -hmm. that is ridiculous do you know what i mean so um you you live and you learn yeah (laughs) yeah but i did go to the after party and um the queue was really long, but it went really quick. Yeah. Um I did have a I had a good time. I did have a good time. I I really I went with like a friend who was actually one of the friends I one of the first like queer close friends that I made. After I came out and it was nice. We've lost, not. mm, we've always been in a communication over Mm. the years, but we haven't had been in constant communication that we used to be. So it was so nice to like spend Pride Weekend with her. She came to my YouTube talk, shout out to Rama. I'm talking about Rama. Mm. And... That is what Black Pride is about, though, isn't yes. it? Yeah, like reconnecting He's with reconnecting, old people and like, people and it just feels like well. nothing has changed since the yeah. last time we hung out. Like yeah. it just felt like we hadn't. It hasn't been years. Mm-hmm. We have. We haven't hung out for years, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like we hadn't hung out for years. Do you know what I mean? We had a good time. Went home afterwards, and like after, we just need to do this more often. Mm-hmm. It's just about re, like reigniting the love for people that it might have been lost over the years, yeah. not because of anything happened, but yeah. it's just life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I so it. She's a parent, I'm a parent. Life happens. I hear it. And yeah, I thought that for me was one of my highlights of Pride Weekend, reconnecting with Rama again and being on the main stage. Yeah. Um, hosting, because that was one of our goals when we first started River mm. was to host UK Black Pride and main, uh, set on UK Black Pride. And we didn't even ask. Black Pride yeah, came to us. Came do you know what I mean? Us, yeah. And that's so amazing. That's amazing. Another full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Um And I think that's another thing about Black Pride being separate to London Pride. I think there's a, m- a lot more opportunities for black queer creators mm. and just black queer people in general to really showcase what they do because like tomorrow we're we'll going to bbc one extra and if it was in london pride i don't know if it would yeah it's do you know true. what i mean because yeah. <laughs> that was separate it's like it's, it's 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 its own entity do you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's just like there are things that come off and there's opportunities that come off of off the back of you know of uk black pride now which is amazing i think mm-hmm. um it's definitely going in the right direction i think in terms of like what well, it's just gonna keep growing and growing. I think for me personally, I'm not really a huge fan of festivals. I'm not gonna lie to you; mm. I usually just don't go to them. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't because if I'm going to a festival, I do to a Nana. Because yeah, as as not because she's just not gonna say she wants to come. It's just not really. When I've when I have t- when I have tickets to um, concerts, I don't invite Nana. Because I don't like co- concerts <laughs> or festivals. They're just like I feel it's just so big for me, and I just feel a bit overwhelmed. I think, um, but that's just me. But like people like different things in it, so. Mm-hmm. Do go do go to things that you like. You just go to things that you like, bro. <laughs> That's it, lad. Like, there's no point mm. coming online to come and complain mm-hmm. about But um, can we talk about white gay men? What do they do? I just want to talk about white gay men. So, Teddy Edwards. Oh no, had a situation with. A st- I'm not gonna say the the diver's name because. But it's a diver. It's a diver. It's a name, British diver. Is the husband of The Diver. Mm-hmm. Who is a uh, tw- filmmaker. Um, and he's 20 years older than The Diver. You might know him I'm talking about. And Interesting. there's just so many layers to this. Yeah. It's the age gap. It's the manipulation. It's because uh, there's stories that are told. Do you know, white, one thing about me, I think when it comes to queer community, white gay men are the biggest gatekeepers. They are the most racist. Yep. I think they are the most misogynist, mm-hmm. sexist. I think they are... Like they just display some of the worst behaviours in the queer community as a whole. They are... But the most thing of all is that they're gatekeepers. Yeah. And I just feel like... And and him being an older, white, gay man, I'm not surprised at his actions. But anyway, so basically, Teddy, um, I guess, was out somewhere. And I hope I don't get this wrong. She had an altercation with the, oh, this man. And then the police was called on her even though he was the aggressor. Mm-hmm. And then she retaliated and the police police was called on her and they tried to give her a caution. And then she put on her Instagram and loads of women were like responded with like experiencing aggression from this man at the same events mm. or previously or witnessing like, for example, somebody bought um his husband a shot. Yeah, and he got mad. And he got upset. Like, yeah. even though the husband consented to the shop being bought for him he got mad and it's like there's just so many layers to this like the age gap thing we've spoken about age gaps in queer relationships before maybe we can touch on it another time again but and yeah there's just yeah we can touch that another time but for na- the white gamer, i just don't understand why they have to be such the weakest link when it comes to the um to the they, queer community they, they think the sun sets and rises on their ass that's why they're like they think everything's about them and they feel like they don't have to answer to anybody because they're white and they're men do you know what <sighs> i mean and that doesn't change anywhere and it doesn't change just because they're queer do you know what i mean like i think uh, it's not all of them, but a lot of them have this They just way, walk around this, this arrogance about themselves, that yeah, they're better. Yeah, and it's that arrogance. I hate it so much. And it doesn't even matter. And as I'm saying, it does because I've met a lot of like white guys who are, they're not even queer. They might even be straight, but they just have that arrogance about them, mm-hmm. that they're better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's what exactly what this guy is, was displaying that mm-hmm. night. Do you know what I mean? Like how dare you call the, how dare you are uh, like, Antagonize and aggravate someone and then call the police on them. It's just such a Karen It's such a do. Karen behaviour. Let's just call it um Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin's a good version mm-hmm. of Karen actually. Mm-hmm. Kevin is such Kevin behaviour. Mm-hmm. And I was just it's funny because I saw a little bit of it at Black Pride actually. And I guess this is why people don't want people in our species. Mm-hmm. I did see one or two did you of it. But it was in um humbling way Mm. for them i think that they came i'm not gonna say who it was yet but i think they came to black pride and as somebody who has a name Mm -hmm. um is a celebrity and i think they came to the space expecting for everyone to be looking at them or being all over them as a celebrity and they saw people like you and i who are not celebrities Mm -hmm. Getting so much love. And I just... Saw, remember the... the. you know what I'm talking about? They kept on, like, coming up to us, like, smiling us mm-hmm. and hugging us. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I yeah. Do you, I do. And I just, like, saw in his face. He's, he's, I think he was just humbled. Yeah. I think he was just humbled, like, oh, it's yeah, not all about me. It's different. Do you know what I mean? You know what I it's mean, not it's, all about yeah, me kind of it's, thing. It's, it's different. And... It, I thought it was a bit weird the way he kept he would just stare at us the whole time. He just kept staring at us. But I think it was just like raw like it's not, it's not it's not about me, mm. is it? Do you know what mm. I mean? And I love that humbleness. Yeah. I love that. I think But they do walk around with this this stick up their ass. Like this yeah, arrogance. It's like arrogance. it's just it makes me sick. And that arrogance is probably and that entitlement is mm. what he even had over Ed over um I'm about to call the Eduardo's own oh, mm. Teddy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that was I think that was quite sad to see. Like it doesn't matter what you feel, how you feel towards Teddy or how you feel towards whatever she does. Like as a woman in a bar, she didn't deserve to be assaulted yeah. by this man. Yeah. Like she just didn't. For no reason. And the fact that, you know, like several different women have come forward and, you know, like, sort of testified to, like, that and his kind of behaviour is just, come on, like... It's mad. He looks bad vibes anyway. I don't even know what the man look like. I googled him and he looks... Bad vibes. Uh uh-uh. uh Do you know? I've seen pictures of him, but you know that one's not even cute. I so don't even register what he even look looks like. Evil. The man looks evil. No, nah, it just reminds mm. me like when you go into like Soho, yeah, and you go into these spaces where there's so many white gay men, you're just not visible to them anyway. Mm. Especially as us as black mm. women. She's not even a black queer woman, mm. woman. Imagine if she was black, <laughs> she would have been invisible. Yeah. Like you are just invisible to these people. Like mm-hmm. you just don't exist. Like, nah. It's and talking about Soho, so I want to Soho. Why? Speak. I went to Sheba. Why? I went on a date on Thursday, guys. I'm dating now. Why did you go? There's an update. Because I didn't know what to do after bowling. Oh. We went bowling, mm. and then I thought, we were, like, walking distance from Soho. I was like, we just went. We went to Be at One. Oh my God! I didn't even tell you this. We went to Be at One. Yeah, and she was sitting next to me. I had my like my arm around her. Whether she was sitting in her chair where she was sitting, whatever. We were talking, and then um, this man comes up t- to her in her face. And he's like, oh, like, let me chat to you. And she's like, she was so confused because, like, I don't think she's, she doesn't, ha- she hasn't dated women for that long. And she has dated women before people think I'm going for straight women. She has dated women and she is bisexual. Right. Um, but she hasn't, like, I don't think she's had anyone really taken her on dates like mm. that before. So she, she was kind of confused. She kind of, like, was like, um. What did you say? And then he was like, "I'm trying to chat to you. I think you're beautiful." I said, "What? This is what you talking about, bro." And then he was like, "He was like, I'm trying to chat to her. This is my. Are you dumb? Fuck off!" And then she looks at me and was like, she, "She didn't expect it, yeah." And he was like, "What?" He, I said, "Fuck off! Are you stupid?" He's like, "Right, calm down, calm down. This means talk one more time. I will slap you." And he just walked away. I'm done. And then about ten minutes later. Another guy comes and he was like, beautiful. And I'm, and I'm still a bit like... Yeah, from the last nervous. time. I'm just like, what? And the guy's like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I just want to say that I think you guys look great together. And I just want to say you're both beautiful. I'm going to go to the toilet. <laughs> and then he went to the toilet and I was just like... And she was just like, I think you can calm down. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, okay. And he came back out. because guess I hope I didn't cause the offence. But I looked over and I saw he was with that guy. So I think the guy, I think he would try, He mm-hmm. was embarrassed and I tried to. But after that, we just left in it. So that's where that's why we ended up in Sheba right. because it was like we went to be at one, and it was just like, oh, this is just long, yeah. And I, I think she her energy was kind of changed after that as mm-hmm. well. So we went to Sheba because it was a space for queer women essentially, and I haven't been there for I haven't been there for years, like years and years and years. Yeah, there was this two... Butch, white, lesbians on the door. And I loved their energy. Mm. I absolutely loved their energy. They were really cool. And they went inside. And it, I think it's been refurbished in there because it looked really different. It's mm. either that, or I haven't been there for so long. I thought what it was like, yeah, anyway. but it was white, lesbian, galore. <laughs> <laughs> I was white, lesbian, galore. And I said, to, I said to my date, I was like, I bet you any minute the next song they're going to play is a Rihanna song because <laughs> they just saw two black women walk in. What did they play next? Ponder replay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they God. played ponder the replay. Not even a new Rihanna song, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, and she was like, "Oh my God, how <laughs> did you know? This is me." Really... What? Well, listen, when you go to White Spaces, they're so predictable. You're Not Rihanna's play. first tune. <laughs> And then they played a couple, a couple of Beyonce. They tried oh, to bless them! Videos. They try. I mean, like they, tried, they try to cater listen. for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Which you know is... there wasn't many because they played to the end of the tune. They I'm, played. When... I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? They 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 try to cater for you, innit? That's they what they try. had in their you know catalogue of of songs that was you know <laughs> they tried it. you know like, like r&b yeah yeah they uh, Pop, even their, grou- their group of people they regular punters are looking like oh, i'm so done and then after that um actually bumped into someone that i know was on the date too came in and <laughs> um, she came in um and she was we just looked both looking at each other like because she's obviously she's black as well it is. Right. her date was black too we mm-hmm. just both look at each other like And we just started laughing And obviously we embraced each other Whatever Mm. And then You know A couple white crews You know how they have The token black person So I would say In all in all There were about six black people In there in total And um, Including us And I was just like It's a magic I wish It's such a different world It's a different world It's just Like somebody was Lying on the floor (laughs) Nobody was (laughs) It was a Thursday night. Somebody was like, because they were waved. I'm done. The skimmy came to lift them up. I'm and everyone done. just kept w- walking over them. Was like, if this wasn't a black event, everybody would thinking, where's the ambulance? Yeah. Was, they yeah. they were lying on the floor. They were just lying there. Regular. Like, it was a regular thing, is it? Listen. That's so funny. I just, but it was nice that they have a space. Yeah, it's not. That's, but this is the thing, though. Yeah. Like us not having a physical space to call our own is quite sad. It's like every time we want, you know, to uh, party, we have to go and hire out a space, and it's it's very like on a specific night and we can't just go somewhere okay we want to go out like a wednesday night we mm. want to go out we can't just go somewhere and you know go and uh, hear dance hall or you know back um not dance bash, dance hall or like Afrobeats or it's kind of sad like we don't have physical space we don't yeah. have property to just go to yeah do you know what i mean and i think that is a real issue because when you go to places like soho you had a good experience uh the other night but you haven't had what at Sheba. yeah we made the most of the night. I would say that. I would okay, say so. I wouldn't say that. I had a good time, but I would say that. Well, there you go. You didn't have. You didn't. Yeah. We, did you know what I mean. You didn't even have a good time. But <laughs> do you know what I'm saying. So like it was. It was like okay. We made the best out of the night. But like, that's that's the only option. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's not the most comfortable option. Yeah. So it's quite sad that we don't have. Um, and I think that's just something we need to. We're gonna have to. It's gonna have to be us. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that, boy. It's I'm gonna, gonna be it's, up for that. It's gonna have and it to be wasn't us. even a massive space. It was such a small space. I feel like the capacity can't be more than one twenty in there. Mm. If even that, it was such a small space. Maybe mm. this, this studio room might just be a little bit bigger than what it was down mm. there. The, ah, the drink, boy. I put two drinks, twenty six pounds. <laughs> Uh-uh. that's that is soho price that's even after that drink I like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was sipping that drink slowly but I was babysitting, babysitting that, listen yeah. but yeah them soho prices were really soho in. but it was I don't know man it was just nice to see like mm-hmm. a bunch of like masculine presenting white lesbians their they's and them's and the fems and everyone that was inside there just existing in a space it was almost like they exist in this utopia and there's white underneath there mm-hmm. there were quite a lot of um non-queer women there though oh really yeah i would say that there was some men's in there there was uh, oh yeah obviously you don't know if, how they identify men or non-binary but mm. there was definitely men in there too right and there have some he's going on which i didn't think that was allowed in shiba but anyway it, it's it's shiba just for women like yeah, women but non-binary it was, this, it was this white queer men taking up space again isn't it They that's, oh. that's what it felt like to me yeah because they were even when they were in the dance floor they're taking up space on dance dance floor like doing the most Um. But yeah, like it was nice to see. And it, instead of looking at it as like a negative, I just looked at it. it Was like, do you know, one day we're gonna have this. Mm. Like it just, it kind of like gave me a bit of like encouragement mm. and a bit of inspiration. Because the way they're walking around so freely, mm-hmm. like it, you can tell they're regulars in there. Like it's just a spot yeah. they go to all the time. Because yeah. there was also a seated to area too. They were just mm. chilling and socializing. I was like, do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what? it's so. We're mad. gonna do this for us. You're gonna do this. It's the shit that we see in the movies. Do you know them ones yeah. where like you have your local place that you go to, and you have a, the seat that you sit in all the, every time you go to, and you know the bartender, and that's what do it know was. What I mean, like, yeah, yeah. and we don't have that. It's only the shit that we, we see in the movies, and it's kind of weird, mm. like, but um, it does make me feel like, oh, this is something that we need to do. Yeah. Like, definitely, this is something that we need to do. We need we need property. We need to. We're already catering by putting on events for queer people but i think that next step is to you know get a premises that's just for us yeah you know i was thinking about coming back to you guys and be like you know we should contact them and do like a weekly night there or something like that but I thought, no, we should do our own thing, man. Nah, no, why do we need to go and take over their space? Like, we need our own thing. Like, and also we will pack up that place and give, give the bar money is going to go to them. Yeah, yeah. The other people putting the money in their pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. obviously, it's a bar. It's not. you don't pay entry. You know. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't like to no. make it to, to for our people. I, I want a space where they can come for free mm. and they come and buy their drinks. Do you know what I mean? You got have money to buy drinks. At least they're in the venue. But that's why we got Queer Mingle, which is great. We got Queer mm-hmm. Mingle next Tuesday, I believe. This Tuesday coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's t- Two, three days time actually um mingle. yeah oh this won't be out then in it this will be after oh yeah, yeah. we're we'll gonna have queer tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow sauce <laughs> yeah they're good yeah this this episode's gonna be out the next day but um yeah um that's why we have queer mingle which because obviously we put on events that are like um you know night out or like you know dressy dressy whatever uh, but we don't have you know things that are just a bit more quiet a bit more chill so we've we have queer mingle now mm-hmm. um and it's just for people to come and mingle people mm. who are queer to come and mingle to make new friends to meet up there with their old friends play games interact all of that good stuff and listen to some good music and obviously there's food around as well so like yeah that's that's one thing we're trying to do we're just always trying to cater i think and give some you know different types of events too because it's not just every day turn up yeah you know? did you see what i put in a group chat the screenshot i put in the group chat yeah mingle mingle no so basically Obviously, Queer would have been yesterday now. Yeah. Tuesday 23rd, mm. depending on when you listen to this episode. Because people couldn't listen to this episode in a year's time. <laughs> Tuesday 23rd. 20, 22. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, in August. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so someone DMs me and she was just basically like, I met the person I'm talking to at the last Queer Mingle. Oh, and yes. um, I'm waiting. I'm going to ask her to be my girlfriend in the same place that we met. Um, at Quinglesaw is it going to be in the same room mm. da, 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 so they want to plan it out and I think that is so cute that is really really cute I mean queer Bingle is not necess- necessarily about finding romantic connections no but if you do find one mm. then great but I love that's, that's beautiful that's absolutely beautiful and the fact that it happened you know they met at our event and it's, they're yeah, going to be girlfriend and girlfriend soon. Like, yeah. That's, and rest we're meant to be mingling. Yeah. yeah. Like, that means that that's, it was it's working. Filled. Yeah, it's working. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's so beautiful. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> and we'll tell you about it in yeah. the next episode too. Honestly, like, I, w- I hope it's documented. Yeah. It, it, they were like, if you see someone lipsing passionately, it was it's me. <laughs> yes, yes. That's beautiful. I'll be on the lookout for sure. Like, yeah. I can't wait to... um. I can't wait for that. For that, but you're looking forward to Queen Mingle, guys. Tickets to our live show are still available. Um, our live shows on 17th of September. Um, again, if you are from a lower income background, um, please hit us up. We have a special um, discount code for you to make it a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to sell out, guys. So, like, yeah. please, like, I know that summer is summering. I know all this stuff, but we hope we can put it out of the bag. Yes. We want to sell out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's important to show that our black queer podcast and sell out the biggest room that they have. Yep. You know, I feel like um, people need to know there's demand for black queer voices and black queer stories to be heard and told so yeah let's let's do it guys yeah let's do it it's going to be fun interactive as we said um yeah if there's anything else no I always feel like we're forgetting something. Yeah, we always forget um, something. What, Lots of people have asked when the next clink clink is. There <laughs> people were asking me. Shut um out. I was thinking about that today and I was forget where is the tie? What time? It's gonna be time. Well, anyway, I've, I've i gave some people a little preview. I was like, you know, it, it might not be a clink meet. People have been asking for black tie as well. Yeah, which we I think we should do like, that in, in winter time. Yeah, Christmas. I think Christmas. Yeah, yeah. We, we probably will do like a black tie because one thing we've learned also is that like the gays do you like to dress up. Yeah. Which is amazing because I love to dress up. Yeah. Like so, winter ball Yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. Oh, one thing I, I forgot to even touch upon, like um appropriating ballroom. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Because when we was doing we had our set, which was great at UK Black Prize. And then um Remy Berg shout out when we she suggested, you know, to like make a line to have people like walk down and you know um Enjoyed themselves, and then somebody, you know, said, Are we appropriate? Where we are appropriate in ballroom uh, culture, and I was a bit confused. So let me know because I maybe we maybe we were maybe, yeah, this is that it's because were. we have people that are not from the ballroom scene walking the runway. Now, when we opened the runway, we didn't say everyone should just walk in the runway, and that's not, but I don't want to be defensive about it. I don't want to be defensive. I thought it was in the middle of Black Pride, mm-hmm. I feel like. Look, also, to be honest, let's be honest, the ballroom scene is quite new in the UK for mm. a lot of people. It's only recently that they're really fun. People want to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. People want to be part of it. People that are not going to always get it correct. So I think there should be a little bit of grace. Instead of coming and shouting, mm. there should be a little bit of grace. Like, educate. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Educate people. Like, I think that everybody just, some people just want to. I would love to walk a runway one day. I mm. would love to be part of the ballroom mm. scene. Now, I don't see many people that look like me a part of the ballroom scene because I don't, so I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I actually don't know. And then you have Pussy Palace who always have the runway yeah. at their events. Mm. Does that mean they're appropriating? Ballroom but is it, what is where is the line of like, you know, like uh, celebrating something and then actually enjoying it and being interested in it and then appropriating it? Like what, where we need to know what the difference is. Yeah. We can't just call everything appropriating there's also because sometimes there is enjoying and actually, um caring and respecting about something and wanting to be a part of it yeah so where 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 like tell, what is it what is mm-hmm. it what's the difference yeah. basically definitely yeah. i feel like we should get somebody from the broom scene on the pod suit uh, yeah yeah to speak about it mm-hmm. we, i mean no we had an episode of noah when we first started the podcast um talking about the room but i feel like the broom scene has kind of in the uk has definitely developed a bit there's a lot more houses now there's um Some houses are not; don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. A lot more people in that community They're, at the moment at Somerset House. They have something there. I think it's there every week mm-hmm. now. Oh, that yeah. looks amazing. For the summer, maybe. Yeah. Um, and obviously you got Vogue rights every single Monday. I'm gonna go to Vogue rights. I think I'm gonna go. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm free on Monday, so I think I'm actually gonna go on Monday, mm-hmm. just to go and see and learn. Like, I don't want to be defensive about it. I don't want to be like. I don't want to be on the like you just want to be like that mm. I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be appropriate in things that we shouldn't be yeah but I definitely think that um yeah more education needs to be around that because a lot of people will be part of the thing. it's very new as well yeah so a lot of people do know. want to be part of people and people want to be respectful yeah. of it too so if we did do that we do apologize like genuinely if yeah. we did do that as part of our set we do apologize for that but it definitely wasn't the attention and I feel like as, as when we educate each other, you need to give each other grace and mm. you need to recognize what people's intentions are. This is something we've said all the time. Yeah. As well, you have to recognize what people's intentions are. But um, yeah, yeah. Apart from that, I think that's all for this that's week, that's darling. That's all for this week, Hans. I know that people ask for longer episodes, but this new studio, we already get one hour studio time. Yeah. So <laughs> <our laughs> we're gonna get an hour now. So we, we're gonna try to you know push it sometimes, but. You know, we've got to see what we've got to do. shout out to London Podcast Studios where we're so recording much. right now. Um um also please don't forget to like comment subscribe don't forget to buy tickets to our live show um rate and review us on apple podcast rate us on spotify yes. shout out to spotify we're actually doing a panel there this week yeah which is going to be cool with tanya compass and mark thompson he's been on the podcast before mm-hmm. we're just grateful to be booked and busy this month i guess amen we grateful Hallelujah. um yeah and until next week peace, peace.